I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, episode number 15, Building Your Financial House. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful week this week. We're coming off that Halloween celebrations. I hope you had a wonderful Halloween with you and your family and enjoyed that time together. Us as a family, it's a really unique time because my kids are getting older. And because they're getting older, they're starting to do their own activities with friends. My older son was working. So it's mainly our youngest right now that we're doing a lot of our celebrations with. But it was a great holiday, and I hope it was for you too. Before we launch into our topic today of building your financial house, I wanted to let all of you amazing friends know out there, you amazing listeners that tune into my podcast, that December 1st will be the launch of my brand new course of creating confidence with your money. I am so excited to share this with you to help you create the confidence you need in your money to create the life you want to live. And I just can't wait for you to go and check that out. If you want more information, you can go check out my website, amberpetersoncoaching.net and get more details there. But it is going to be a fantastic course for all of you looking to create more confidence in your money and in your finances. I look forward to seeing you there. And I want to go into this concept about building our financial house. And I really love this concept of keeping our financial house in order and building our financial house because it really makes sense to me. And I'm the type of person that likes to see how the structure of things are. So then I know what steps to take and what steps to follow to make sure I'm on the right track. Going into this concept, if we think of just a house that we see around us, we may see that it rests on a solid foundation. So it's steady during any type of storm or any of the outside elements. You know, we all see the walls of the home and those walls rest on the foundation. And then of course we see the roof that protects the home once again from those outside elements and any sort of weather that could affect the home. So these are just the fundamentals of a house. It needs the foundation, the walls and the roof. And this really closely relates to your finances. You will want to place your financial strength on a sure foundation that can withstand the ups and downs of life. The walls you build for your financial house not only build income, but maintain your ability to use that income to help you and your family live and thrive. And then, of course, your financial roof gives you the opportunity to protect your family financially and give you the opportunity to help others build their financial house as well. As we go into these concepts, I also want to mention that some of these ideas also uh, come from the personal finance program of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So what are the steps we want to build in our own financial house? First, let's look at the foundation. And the foundation of a home is usually on concrete. It's a level surface on which the walls can be built and be steady. But then that solid surface also keeps the home steady and safe from any sort of the outside elements. And so the foundation you choose 
for financial stability should have the same qualities of consistent steadiness and safety. Your foundation will need to be built on unwavering support and unity with your goals and the dreams you have for your future. And the most significant foundation we can rely on that I found is relying on God. Now, in my particular faith, it's relying on Jesus Christ and our Father in heaven. They are our constant source of stability and help. If we build our financial foundation on them and rely on their guidance, we will have the foundation we need to move forward. And also, I would incorporate if you are married or in a partnership, you will also want to align your financial goals with your spouse. Once you work together and you build not only the goals that you want together, but also the steps you'll need to take together to work towards those goals, you really become a powerful team and you become united in your efforts in making the choices and decisions together to help you succeed. And then your commitment to your financial goals will also build a continual steady foundation that you can use while making financial decisions. So that's something as you're looking at your foundation, do you have commitment to your goals? Do you know what your goals are? Have you shared those goals with your spouse or your partner? Have you decided on the steps you'll take together to make sure that those goals are going to happen? Additionally, when financial decisions come up, are you working together to make sure those decisions align with your goals? As well as putting your faith and your stability in God. They are a constant source of stability and help. That unwavering guidance for us going forward. Also the walls of your home. So think of your walls as your ability to create income and then use that money to help you and your family live and to thrive. So what do we use to build financial walls? It all comes down to our effort and then being able to tell our money where we want it to go so it can work for us and align with our goals and dreams. And when I speak about effort, many of us may see this as working or putting in the time needed to add our job or our business or making those choices and decisions each day to make sure that we can bring in that income for us and our families. But that effort you put in plays a huge role in helping you create and build wealth. It can be in a traditional job, business, or if you're investing and helping that money build and work for you. So when you put your effort into building income, you can then use that income to benefit you and your family. But we can't generate any sort of income without putting in some effort. I can kind of relate this to someone training for a particular sport or like a runner. You know, someone that maybe is training for a race. If they put in the effort of running, of training, of eating properly and getting proper rest, they build towards success in the race because they've taken those steps day in and day out to make sure that they can have success. But if they choose not to run, not to build endurance or do any sort of strength training, if they choose to eat food that causes them to be sluggish and tired and they don't get the adequate sleep or choose not to get the adequate sleep that they need, then they have chosen not to be successful in the race. Just like our efforts in generating income, the more positive efforts we place on creating income helps us then be successful in bringing in the money we need for ourselves and our families. Now, the second part of that is not just bringing in income, but we also then need to direct that income coming in 
where it needs to go so it can be a benefit to us and our families. We can bring in income, but if we apply it to things that aren't really helping us or aligning with our goals, then we end up spending a lot of effort and not bringing the results that we want. For instance, if you're going to work eight, 10 hours a day, coming home, and then not knowing where that money is being spent, then why are you putting in all that effort to bring in income if then that money is not used to benefit you and your family? This is what it comes down to is how do we apply that money we gain to our benefit? Really, the answer is we got to tell it where to go. Money is a tool in our lives and it's not going to direct itself. We need to direct it so it's going to be of our most benefit to align with your goals and your dreams as a family. Here comes the dreaded word (laughs) for many of us. (laughs) It doesn't have to be though, but the word is budget. We need to be able to tell our money where it needs to go. And that's really what a budget is. It's telling our money to go to certain things that we want in our lives. And so it's not just there so we can just survive and get by, but to really thrive. For instance, if we have a goal of owning a home, if we want that home, it might be to provide safety and comfort, a place to raise a family. Then we will want to tell our money to go to a mortgage, to bills as far as like electricity and gas and water, because all of those things are going to help build into having that home to be a place of safety, comfort, and to raise our families. So we make this a priority in our lives with our funds, because then it's providing us with that goal of having and owning a home and having that safety and security for us and our families. If we have that goal, of owning a home, but we don't direct our money to a mortgage or to the electricity bill or to a gas bill, then eventually that home is not going to be a realized or obtainable goal because we're not putting our funds towards it. You have to really sit down and decide what is of importance to you? What are the goals that you and your family want? You know, another idea, another example is if you already have a home, maybe you want a second home or a vacation home. Maybe you have goals of being able to utilize that for more memories for you and your family. Then at that point, you'll need to direct your money to save for a second home because that's important to you. Now, if owning a second home is not important to you, then you're not going to want to put your money towards that because it's not a goal you want for your future. But that's why I say, think about what you want in your future. Then you can start telling your money where to go so those goals can be realized. And there's ways to build that financial success within your budget to reach all those different goals. And those goals also have the opportunity to change within your lifetime. You may have a goal right now to help send kids to college. Well, after we send kids to college, then we might have a goal afterwards to helping grandkids go to college. Those goals may change and they can evolve over time, which is so great. So I wanna give you five areas that you can look at within your budget to help you reach your goals. Now, number one, is giving. And within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I believe giving is also giving back to God because he is that spiritual foundation. So being able to give a portion of our funds back to God is going to help us in several ways, not only building that spiritual strength and foundation for our finances, but also helping us give to a cause outside of ourselves. And if you 
have that belief in God to help build your foundation, I do believe it's going to be a benefit to you. Now, others that may not have that same belief, I also recommend giving to charities of your choice or ways to help others outside of you because that's going to help you build that growth within you and in your finances. And number two is put money towards protecting you and your family. Now, protection can look a lot of different ways. It can look like an emergency fund. It can look like uh, insurance protection for all the things we're working so hard for or insurance on our lives. But have an area of your budget that's going to go to protecting. Number three is also debt management. Not only getting out of debt, but then using that money in your future for your best benefit instead of using it to go to debt. Number four is save and invest for the future. If we want a future where we don't need to necessarily work all the time for funds, but we can have funds come in, this usually is referred to as retirement, we are going to want to make sure we start saving today so we can build that future we want tomorrow. And then number five is going to be similar to number one, but also being able to then help others. When we build our financial house, then We just as humans love the opportunity then to go help others. And once we have built this and gained this knowledge, then we can go support others. And that really goes into my next point of the roof of our home. So we've talked about the foundation, the walls, and now what is the roof of our home? The roof of our home protects us from the elements outside. So I think in financial terms, it protects our family financially and then gives us the opportunity to help others build their home financially. Once we've learned those skills and we've made the choices to keep our financial home secure, then we naturally share that information with others, especially if they're struggling on their financial journey. And I look at this a lot of times as parents helping their kids. We want to make sure all the things we've learned can be given to our kids so then they can make even better decisions than what we made in our own lives. So they can maybe avoid some of those pitfalls, especially when it comes to finance. When we learn these steps and we take those steps consistently, then we're going to go give that information to others to help them make those choices as well. And really our financial journey consists of many small decisions that add up over a lifetime. And so just as an example, that may look like staying within the dollar limit you set on groceries for the month. That's one small decision. Choosing to eat dinner at home rather than going out to eat. That also is a small decision. That may look like spending more money on reducing debt than buying something new. But those seemingly small, insignificant decisions over time help us live a life of abundance because we are using our money in a way that benefits us rather than spending money on things that are not serving us going forward. As you're looking at your financial house, do you feel like it is built the way you want it to be built? And if not, let's look at what we can do to improve your financial house. I hope all of you have an amazing day and an amazing week, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me today. Please let me know if you have any questions or ideas of things you want to learn about in upcoming podcast episodes. You can reach me by email at amberpetersoncoaching at gmail.com. 
And if you find this podcast to be beneficial and is supporting you in your goals, please leave a review. That way others can find this podcast as well. I appreciate you and look forward to taking this journey together.